0: coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to The Gold Derby Show on The Gold Derby Podcast Network. Welcome back to Gold Derby. I'm Christopher Rosen. I'm joined by Joyce. Saying, Joyce, it is well after midnight here on the East Coast. The it, it is
1: Monday. It, it is Lady Gaga's birthday right now. March wow. 28th. Happy also birthday. my brother's birthday.
0: <laughs> Happy birthday to your brother. Happy birthday to Lady Gaga. Uh, we made it, Joyce. The Oscars finished. They're over. It was an incredibly long ceremony. About Longer three and a half three hours.
1: hours. They three hours. They told me three hours.
0: <laughs> Longer than last year when they cut all these categories and still did it. This show will be forever remembered for Will Smith slapping Chris rock in the face. We will talk about that later. Uh, but Coda, we're going to bury picture. the lead here. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not burying the lead. We're just, we'll get to it. Obviously that is like, the most lasting image of this uh, show will be that still photo of Chris rock getting slapped in the face. Uh, but no, uh, Coda won best picture. And I guess the takeaway Joyce was just the most basic chalk winners. Uh, a lot oh my very- God.
1: So boring. I was falling asleep. Just, every envelope that was opening i was just like snooze like Uh, not one
0: surprise i i i I think i went and let me look here i got my picks here i went uh i think i got 69 percent right which makes me like incredibly poor because most people seemingly got 22 out of
1: 23 well like we said five (laughs) days ago now or whatever when we did our predictions if you if you just predict dune all six below the line categories it was favorite for you, you probably got a perfect score. There are probably a lot of people who had perfect scores because it was just the favorites. And literally the only surprise was an animated short with the windshield wiper because the favorite was Robin Robin.
0: So I i botched the, I botched the shorts which we talked about last week. Cause I was like, Oh, I went with the dress instead of the Riz Ahmed short and that one. And then I had Robin Robin, which everybody had. And I, so I lost two out of three <laughs> on the shorts and I was like, Oh boy. And then dune won best editing it just felt like a very uh it felt like
1: it, it felt not, very lazy like they were like oh like these are the front runners and it it almost felt like they looked at the odds
0: <laughs> it felt and, like they either looked at the odds and they felt like it was a long season and they just are like let's go home it felt it's very
1: uninspired um uh, I'm so- a, i was just like where are the people who voted for parasite and bong joon ho <laughs>
0: They voted for Coda. They were wrapped up with Coda this year. So Coda won Best Picture, shattering all kinds of records. We had talked about this. So many. That it, it won all three of its Oscars, but it was not nominated in any like directing, editing. Didn't get a DGA nomination. It's the first time in how many years, Joyce? Eight years.
1: Um, it's it's the the first it, since Grand Hotel to win best picture without a directing or any below the line nominations and uh editing did not exist then it, it right. uh, was created two years later and Grand hotel was only nominated for best picture so it just so won that
0: <laughs> pretty much pulled a coda 80 something years 90 years ago uh power of the dog won just one award for jane campion best director uh I have, to, a- I have
1: to pour one out for power of the dog here my nice. Power of the dog log with uh kirsten and Aww. jesse
0: so. They were, they were very sweet at the ceremony. I thought both Kirsten and Jesse Plemons, uh, but yeah. yeah one of uh, the,
1: you know, rude, graduate rude to Kiki, Amy Schumer's bit to Kirsten at the end rude.
0: I thought that was kind <laughs> of funny. Though. I thought they, their timing was good. Uh, but yeah, so power dog, what, so that was the first time, uh, since The Graduate, right? Then yeah, when... so
1: the last movie to just win director was The Graduate. Um, it's the the eighth movie overall to win right. just director, but uh, a lot of the early ones were like early days of Oscars. So it's like, eh. Um, Giant also just won director, but Power of the Dog is now the third film to go one for 12. Um, Johnny Belinda uh, only won actress for Jane Wyman and Beckett only won adapted screenplay. But like Becca got killed that year because uh, *My Fair Lady* was also nominated that year for twelve mm-hmm. Oscars, and they were just like Gaga for that. Yeah,
0: so uh, that was that was wild. Jessica Chastain won Best Actress, so we 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 flopped on our Penelope Cruz pick. Like we 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 talked about this on the in the live show, but uh, we both I thought we made really compelling cases for Penelope
1: Cruz. Listen, you know you have to take risks with these things, and usually not this year. Usually there is a surprise or two. Or like, yeah, and like in the past, or like in recent years, they've they've shown that they not not necessarily they have like good taste, depending on how you feel about these movies. But yeah, like they show they have taste, right? Or they show they have their own mind about something. It felt like, like a last little year, more but like Anthony Hopkins, yeah. yeah, you
0: know, it felt um, more adventurous. I would say, yeah, but this year yeah, felt like, very safe.
1: Yeah, this was super safe, just like chalk, and it's kind of disappointing.
0: It's also kind of surprising because, I mean, not like we had talked about this, the danger of putting stock in those anonymous ballots, because it could be like the same person doing like three different sites or just like you're talking about a 9000 member academy that is got, you know, maybe 25 to 30 percent international voters who are not like being interviewed by the Hollywood Reporter, let's say, or like rolling around, you know, whatever, uh, wherever people go in L.A. to get like coffee or whatever. Uh, So it's like it's hard to get a real read of these things, but it did feel like. There was a world, like you said, like last year with like Anthony Hopkins' win that you know, maybe this year there will be some surprises, but there, I mean, there just wasn't. I, I, in the pre-show when we were again, literally like I, we joked about this for weeks, but literally refreshing Kyle Buchanan's Twitter feed to find out who won. uh, I was like, Oh wow. Dune even won editing. It just, it just won everything. And I was like, "Yeah, when when
1: Dune won all the, its categories, except the makeup, which obviously wasn't winning, like Cami Faye was winning that. It was like, it's, it's going to win everything else. uh, It's predicted to win on the main show. And I was like, coda's gonna win i was like it yeah. just it, it just really felt like that i was like i don't think and i i slack this to you like during the main shows like we're not gonna get any surprises no like the only surprise when, was windshield wiper and we didn't even see that live
0: correct uh we got like it, you know when uh doing one cinematography i was like oh this is done and yeah, not over. winning best picture and then sean Hader won best adapted screenplay and it was like oh this is done and then it was Coda just won. like
1: a very long tedious march to the inevitable it was just and you know, like happy, happy for all the winners. Congratulations to all of them. But yeah, it was, all it all was the, unexciting for people like us.
0: <laughs> yeah, it felt like it was just especially because it just felt like maybe I'm giving it too much credit. I mean, the Coda win, if you would have told us like even two or three weeks ago, we would have been surprised. Because No, like
1: we, it's truly remarkable what has happened in the last three weeks because like
0: like coda would have been like a shocking upset we would not we're not taking it very seriously as a best picture winner and obviously just steamrolled in and i think that has a lot to do to the enthusiasm people had for the film and like we said for weeks people who watch it they like it they cry they laugh and that's like what they're voting on and it's kind of just like a passion pick on that front but i was like even the acting awards i was just i really no no disrespect to jessica chastain she's incredibly good in, in eyes of tammy Faye. but i was just like oh I just can't believe that she's just going to get like kind of pushed through because that was such a chaotic race, very uh, not a real clear front runner. And then she kind of just like willed her front runner-ness into existence. Like we had said, she won at SAG where she was always going to probably win because she is like very SAG friendly and it's a very SAG friendly performance. And then because of that, she wanted it likely won a critic's choice which i think they would have had a different result if it had been earlier than sag and then that enough and it's like oh she's the front runner and basically like she was like i am the front runner and people were like you are the front runner we're gonna vote for you and that's what it felt like a little honestly i just can't believe yeah yeah how-
1: totally and like for a while it seemed like this best actress race would be crazier than last year's yes. especially really- like there were no best picture uh nominees yeah, yeah. of the five and it was so boring at the end. Oh, my gosh. Like, no offense to Jess, great for her Oscar winner. You know, Sebastian Stan, he tweeted happy br- or Instagram story and happy birthday to her and called her an Oscar winner uh, nice. last week. That's so, it's like you know, it came it came true. It came good.
0: true. And she got to but, thank Andrew Garfield from this from this. Yeah. And California.
1: also great speech. Amazing speech. Um, All the speeches. I mean, like,
0: we'll, we'll we'll compartmentalize the Will Smith speech, because obviously that would have to <laughs> get a little thorny with what happened with Chris Rock. Uh, but I thought the, the speeches were great, honestly, almost across the board. I thought uh, even like the non-actors, but I mean, like Troy Kotzer's speech, I thought was wonderful. Ariana Bose's speech was really great. I loved, I actually really loved the, the way they framed the, the winners. Did you like like that at all? Like where they had them, like, it was like a medium shot. So they were like- You like, like right the
1: cinematography. Up.
0: I did. I thought that was cool because it felt like a little more intimate and honestly made it feel a little more like a Zoom meeting or whatever, which I think <laughs> they kind of like had a leftover from last year. But I thought like all the winner speeches were like really fun and enthusiastic and there were no real duds uh, in the, in the bunch. Jane Jane
1: came prepared with a speech this time.
0: That was smart. And I love that Jane, you know what? Obviously she came with the speech. She definitely went rogue at the critics choice awards. And I don't think that affected anything with like what happened with power well, no, of the God, she <laughs> because she won obviously for best director. And I don't think that would have hurt its best, best picture chances, but it was funny to me that she went, she obviously was like, I am definitely going to stay on script here and not like just kind of riff, but she still took a shot at Kevin Costner, whose intro was interminable. Uh, just like, I don't wow. He
1: was really Wow. That was a great line for her. That was very dramatic.
0: Very dramatic. Kevin, I just wow. was like, I love Jane Campion. And I loved, I actually was really, I, I thought it was so like before the Oscars she put up, I think it was, who was it? who. Susanna Beer maybe put it up on Instagram. It was a photo of like. yeah. yeah all the a lot of the nominees so it was like Harris, steven spielberg chloe zhao from last year Guillermo, uh, Guillermo ava yeah. duvernay and i think that was it or taika Waititi in there too
1: yeah taiga was there
0: so it was like really fun and she just seemed like she has such camaraderie with the filmmakers i was actually even though i love kevin costner and i didn't think his whoever wrote his scripted patter probably could maybe he maybe we wrote could, it
1: himself you know that
0: well Maybe you could have probably used an edit, uh, but I was a little disappointed that Chloe Zhao didn't give out best director. I know she's not as like a name brand as Kevin Costner, but like that would have been a cool moment. If Chloe Zhao gave uh, Jane Campion an Oscar, I don't know, but.
1: Yeah. I mean, they, they, they did that last year with like Bong Jun ho from Korea doing right. it. Um, Cause that's, that's not a thing they usually do. Like the previous years. director no giving it but but
0: she's also like i think she's like a name brand filmmaker at this point i mean
1: yeah I and been like cool because like, it's like the female to female right
0: but i mean like kevin Costner, cool i thought it was like
1: they I mean, you know they, like the west it was the west and, and sam also was, like a, was not going to do it so
0: no but the, kevin Costner works right because sam elliott's on a yellowstone spinoff so technically they're in the yeah, same yeah they're,
1: they're in the party. yellowstone cinematic universe yeah they're
0: all in the same universe <laughs> so that was uh no but all those features were they were fine i thought everything was it was we talked about, so the show is incredibly long. It was much longer than last
1: year. Oh, so long. What, what was the, it was well past three and a half.
0: <laughs> it was. Cause I think it, it was almost three hours and 40 something minutes, I think. And because I think it ended at like eight, uh, 11, 40, it was
1: three hours and 42 minutes. Incredible.
0: And last year's was shorter. And so they cut all the categories out. Like we had said uh, to make a shorter show and then decided we're just going to last
1: year it was three hours, 19 minutes. It was,
0: 20, 20 minutes longer, and they cut out all those categories to make it shorter. And then we're like, oh, we're just going to air them and we're going to air the speeches slightly edited. Apparently, they were you just a don't see the walk
1: to the stage. That's
0: all you just didn't see the walk to the stage, it didn't cut out any time. And it was just like, what are we, why are we, why did you do this? Why did you spend all this energy and all this outrage on this and stupid thing? It was so thing?
1: poorly edited in as well, right. <laughs> Like imagine I, I don't, seeing some of those speeches live. Imagine seeing like a live Riz Ahmed speech, like Joe Walker's speech to the editor who won was a great speech. You know, uh, you know, according to people who were there, like in, in the Dolby, like it killed in the room when he first gave it at like what seven seventeen p.m. Eastern.
0: Yeah, I don't know. pretty uh, pretty nuts. And then like he was, uh, yeah, all of the speeches were actually solid. And like you said, the room was even full. It seemed like most of the actors actually ended up in the room for the pre-show
1: yeah i think a lot of them went in to i mean we we knew jessica was gonna go in
0: it also just makes you wonder i know prime time is eight o'clock in the east coast but you could have just they could have literally just started the show at seven and aired that and then like even later in the show done like hey if you missed it here's who won these you know what i mean they could have done it like that i I hate I, i intensely dislike like backseat producing and like coming up with things. I hate that. Like I hate when people are like, Oh, I would have done this differently if I was like the filmmaker or the producer or whatever. But at the same time, let me do that quickly. If I was the producer choice, I would just say like, what if we, what if we started seven did all what we did. And then later in the show, like two hours later, you could still be like, Hey, in case you missed it, like doing one best editing. Here's like a two second clip of the guy saying, thank you or whatever. Right. I, I, you could have done that. I'm not Will Packer though. So what do I know? Uh, I will say like, uh, yeah. Even the, I don't even know. I, I, the, none of the other winners really surprised. I can't even like, imagine.
1: Not, no surprises. Nothing, <laughs> like, I nothing to talk about.
0: No, it was, I guess the things I would say if I'm like beyond like the show and, and the will of it all, I would say like, there does seem to be a, a, I don't know if it's like real or not, but there definitely is some kind of bias against Netflix. I would argue just based on like how they didn't, they won one for Jane, obviously power Doug, i think we all would have expected to win like multiple oscars and then apple comes in with coda and it could just be the films themselves right because like i don't think people necessarily care about the studios and maybe that's me being naive but i'm like people just like coda i think that's why it won i think if coda was on netflix it still would have won but yeah. i do oh, think imagine if like, netflix at coda oh my gosh <laughs> but i do think it's like it's now like a thing that Netflix is not one best picture and had like this was probably its best shot, even better than Roma to win. I would
1: say. Oh yeah, for sure. Um yeah, I mean it, it's funny, you know, that the joke everyone had, you know, two weeks ago came true. Like Netflix uh is gonna, you know, suffer the same thing it that it suffered at the Emmys, like it was beaten to the top prize by all these other streamers. Mm-hmm. Um uh You know, I like I give Netflix a lot of credit for investing in these auteurs. Yeah. A lot of name auteurs and just giving them free reign. Really not not a lot of notes to make whatever they want, fund their films, because there's really not a sector anymore for like adult drama, adult cinema, like just like the, the mid tier or like mid budget adult drama since the recession, you know, like theatrically. So that's, that's great for them. I hope they continue. I hope like this loss, like this is the closest it's probably been even closer than Roma um, doesn't discourage them from investing in these auteurs. I, I think they'll get there eventually. They just need to find a coda, like an actual crowd pleaser. Cause I don't think any of these films that they've had are that like, obviously part of the dog, not really um, Roma, not really irishman not really mank not really like trial chicago seven it wanted to be but it never got there
0: you know i also wonder if how they would have handled like his of chicago seven was an acquisition title from paramount and i wonder if they would have how mm-hmm. they would have actually handled that if it was their own not that they handled the campaign differently but like the yeah. movie itself and like what would they have done perhaps differently because like you said they don't seem like they offer a lot of notes as somebody who loves these movies i'm like oh i'm so glad that we have like the irishman mank and roma and power of the dog uh that they exist it just is like i i do think there's we said that i said this like last week we were making our picks too but i was i just think there is something with the fact that they're a streaming service and these are very very cinematic movies and coda is like very easy to watch at home and i think that helped it win uh, and i'm TV like tv
1: movie uh i heard <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'm like, oh, like maybe, like I wonder what you know. We'll see. I'm sure Netflix will come back next year. I know they have. I'm sure they have like a ton of things that will be very, very well well received in in the next year. I know Apple will probably have like the Martin Scorsese. Maybe it'll be flipped because Apple will have like the heady Martin Scorsese, Killers of the Flower Moon in the race, and maybe Netflix will have something a little more coda. They'll, the they'll have their coda, and and we'll see. But yeah, um,
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, I think I, I think I'll get there. I don't think like anyone actually like hates them. I think it is like.
0: No, crazy. I don't. I don't Also, enjoys most of them yeah. seemingly work for them. So that's. Yes, a- yeah. Yeah.
1: Like I, of- I I personally know a lot of people who work on Netflix, not in like the film side. Sure. sure. I, like editorially. I know yes. a lot of people who work there. Yeah, of
0: course. And yeah. I'm like all the famous people work there, too, as well. And it seems and they only yeah. keep growing. It's, if you, it's
1: like, you know, me- like they, they got there eventually with The Crown and The Queen's yeah. Gambit. Like they, I think, it's funny because like all their TV stuff, like they know how to make populist stuff with TV and just like a lot of stuff, a lot of their TV stuff completely disposable, right? It's mm-hmm. like you binge it one weekend and then it's like you forget about it. And it was like a fun watch. But yeah. and like I think they're, I guess maybe they're, they're, they've been focused a lot more on like the art house stuff on the film side. Um, and then like a lot of their populist films, like extraction, <laughs> like bird box, right. it's like, they're not winning Oscars, no. you know? So, so, but yeah, I like on Apple's end, you know, great campaign for them.
0: Incredible and, campaign.
1: I mean, I, like the other part of it is, is like, you know, there's like talk of like, oh, you know, cause Netflix always campaigns aggressively from the start. And like they, the thing they can do is like get a bunch of nominations, but they have trouble converting into wins. Right. Right. So, obviously, Netflix got the nominations, like 12 nominations for Power Dog. And, you know, it's like, oh, is there aggressive campaigning, like turning off people as well? Cause they've seen
0: that early. rumored. And it's tough because, like, if you don't aggressively can't, like, we were, we, Power Dog overperformed, right? It had mm-hmm. more nominations than we even predicted, than most people predicted. And so, like, that was like a win. And they got like nominations for like Jesse Buckley. And they've gotten like Buster Scruggs, was like one that we, nobody was expecting to get three nominations. So, it's like they campaign heavily. And they get the nominations that maybe you wouldn't expect. And then, yeah, there is a bit of fatigue. And when the season is so long, I mean, like we talked about Dakota, the movie is over a year and almost a year and a half old. It premiered at Sundance last year. <laughs> last Sundance. So it's a, literally 15 months old. But for whatever reason, a lot of people talked about it in January of 2021. They saw it in August of 21 and, and had like a lot of coverage. And then kind of mostly forgot about it for the next like, Five months until the nominations, and then everybody started talking about it again. And maybe that was actually what it needed because, like, it was like a new. It felt new, even if it wasn't new. Not that oh, people yeah, hadn't sure. seen like, it.
1: That, like it's like a sense of discovery, I guess. Like it's this like thing, like lying in wait, sort of. And that was also kind of the thing with like Penelope Cruz and like Parallel Mothers, because it was like the last thing seen, sort of like the right. of last year. That was like, why you like, picked her choice. <laughs> like it was like coming on late, um, but. Like, Apple also, like, think about it. Like, they are so good at just, like, marketing, just, like, their products in general. Not even just movies or shows mm-hmm. or whatever, but, like, their products. It They know how to, like, appeal to the consumer to get you to buy their shit. Right. It's true. You know? And, and I, I mean, think the- they, they did a really good job. Like, clearly after it, like, CODA won two SAG Awards that, like, they just opened the purse strings even more for the campaign. They got the I- cast everywhere because everyone just loves that cast um and they're super charming they went to the freaking white house on the last day of voting it's and, incredible
0: i, I yeah, think like Sagwin was like compelling too because even I, I mean you'll we'll never know and who knows but i was like we i think you we i definitely picked Coda to win at sag it wasn't necessarily surprised that it won i
1: would say no 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 and i think like their campaign in the fall was like primarily SAG targeted because they knew like everyone knew that was their, their best chance at like right. big nominations and even their, their globe nominations were kind of a surprise. Yeah. And then I
0: think the response in the room at SAG was actually shocking because like people were like incredibly excited that it won. And I wonder if that like little bit of it was like even over what they expected. And then we're like, we really could do this. Cause I think there is a momentum that built from SAG forward. And even if it lost at the critics choice awards, uh, which I bet you, if they voted for the Critics' Choice Awards, uh, two days later it would have won. I would argue, but uh, you know, we'll see. So, so Dakota won. I, I'm, I'm happy it won. I like. I, I think I, I usually don't like it when the movies I like win Joyce, because you have to go through everybody just saying like that movie sucks and like I can't they've believe they've already it won. been saying that. What <laughs> they've already been saying that. I know, but I'm like, so I, they were already saying it. But if it would have lost, people would have been like, "Oh, great, it lost, and forget about it." And I now mean, one, I'm like, mm, whatever, but I'm happy one. That's fine. And like,
1: I, there's I, always, you know, because <laughs> like, I, I don't think Coda will rank high in people's rankings of like best pictures, winner, best uh, picture winners of all time.
0: I don't think so. I think it, I honestly think it would be like, and I actually didn't mind this movie either. I feel like it'll age like the artist. which so artist is not like a laughable movie that won but it is of its time. And it's like, yeah. of it's like, it was like a momentum thing that people were really excited about at the time. And I think if you look back on that year, maybe you're like, wow, be tree of life and Moneyball and like Moneyball, these,
1: best movie of 2011. Okay. Right.
0: It, it like be like a lot of, and that was like a decent year and overall. And like, was the artist really the best movie of that year? Probably not, but like people were really in love with it. The, like, Uggie the dog, we loved doggie the dog, and like you know Jean Dujardin. E. Um,
1: no, it's it, like I, I mean, like there are a lot. I know there are a lot of people, like especially on film Twitter, that are upset that it won because it's obviously the the filmmaking is not actually like up up there with like Par of the Dogs, really. Like no one will argue right. that, like cinematically right. speaking, at all. And but I don't think it will be completely hated. I think you know maybe in a in a couple years when like we all relitigate this, we'll be like, yeah, like you said, like, oh, Coda won that year, you know, with like Power of the Dog, West Side Story, and like all the the drive my car, you know. Um, But yeah, like you said, it's sort of like the artist. It's just, it's totally anodyne, like completely harmless. It makes people cry. Like that's why it won. And And it's that emotion. Like it it makes people cry and they don't think about why it made them cry or like what the movie did to make them cry. Like it it was just enough that it made them cry. So they voted for it. And yeah, it's sort of like the King's speech as well. Cause like, that's a better parallel, I guess, cause it wasn't really a rival for the artist, but it was like social network and King's speech. Right. right? And like social network was the power of the dog, like the bleaker film, um, the critical hit won a bunch of precursors. And then once the industry chimed in, it was King's speech all the way. And that, again, totally harmless film, nice. And you don't really hate it. And it's just like, oh, yeah, that one. Um, but it's like, you know, neither of these films, King Speech or Coda, is as like incendiary as Crash or Green Book because those were no. trying to do something. <laughs> uh, yeah, I you know politically yeah. like a, a a race message, obviously. Um, And even if like there are aspects of those that are better, like, you know, Crash is well edited. Um, Maybe the Green Book has better production values. I think those, uh, you know, strike a a harsher chord with people when they discuss them. So I think like Coda, it won't be in like top 10 best picture winners ever but it'll it'll just like be there (laughs)
0: yeah I mean I look I actually think the the movie when I saw it it reminded me of like a 90s indie movie and I think it like Mm -hmm. actually would fit in with a lot of like not a lot of them but I'm like I don't I I, Shakespeare in Love obviously has like way better production values and stuff but I do think it's like the same feeling you get watching that as you do that Shakespeare in Love and Coda or like even I don't even know like just for what again production values aside like a movie like Gladiator is like just a rip roaring, entertaining movie, right? Like, it's like all the pieces are great, but it is just like, man, that movie's cool. And that's, I feel like Coda, and that's what part of the reason why I think Coda won is just people liked watching it. And not saying it's better or worse than Power of the Dog, obviously, one best picture. So, it, in that aspect, it won over Power of the Dog. But I just think like that is people just liked watching it. And that's why it won.
1: Yeah. And, and I, I think, think, you know, I think it's hard for, some people, especially like cinephiles to reconcile that best picture doesn't always go to like the one with the, the top filmmaking. Right. Cause like it best picture, your, your favorite movie means different things to everyone. Like whatever your metric is for measuring what's a good film. And even if yeah, power of the dog has better cinematography, better editing, better, all this other stuff um, you, you can say screenplay, you know, then Coda it, it just didn't connect with people the same way now if like maybe if the season were even longer everyone complained about how long the season is like if if the ceremony was next month would Code have been able to hang on i don't know i don't like, think so but was really like, the, the perfect
0: time for it to peak i do think the backlash or two would have gotten a little louder i think people would have been like not that i don't think there would have been a backlash to the movie like in a green book fashion but i think people would have been like it'll like are
1: lose luster it was like the honeymoon period is over a little
0: i think people were yeah. just like so excited about it and that's po- po- probably why it won and you know that's it so i mean that's like i guess that's it i don't know do we uh <laughs> like i'm like what we got any uh, what else we got Joyce? before we, we move on to the
1: uh i don't know what are the
0: categories the only other ones i'd say so we we both botched uh penelope cruz we had just seen one which i mean you know
1: i'm proud of Picking Penelope Cruise. Same.
0: And then <laughs> screenplay, I went with Don't Look Up. And uh Same. did you also
1: I did original yeah. screenplay. Yeah. And I Belfast won. Yeah.
0: Uh so Kenneth Branagh got his Oscar.
1: But PK uh, did not.
0: <laughs> that's how I knew that they were just like it I hate I, I, again, I hate to say lazy, but I was just like when Oh yeah, yeah. Won?
1: No, no, that's that's when I was like, I already knew Coda was winning before that, but once Belfast won, I was like <laughs> definitely
0: also like just like again until will smith's uh altercation with chris rock and then even his speech then became like a a a controversial moment none of the winners were really controversial at all it felt like everything not just chalk but like the most safe picks like if don't look up at one screenplay original screenplay i think that would have been like a a memorable win and like a or worst person in the world any well yeah any like and just like the fact that Belfast won no offense to of Brandon on Belfast is just is like the most basic winner here and like the most uncontroversial like pick basically you know and and went that way all the way down song obviously billie eilish song winning for for no time did I not those i will say Joyce, i think i texted you this having now listened to the Encanto soundtrack 50,000 times including this weekend those are is no offense that song. It's a lovely song. It is, like, the sixth best song in Encanto. And the fact that it's and that was their pick. Really, really, I think, hurt. You know, I think,
1: that's that's on Disney and, I guess, Lin-Manuel Miranda because they agreed to just... I, mean, I don't know. Disney I don't, should, should submit to, like, again, they've been spooked since, like, all the Enchanted songs lost.
0: <laughs> I truly...
1: And, like, I you know, there's think, a real change. You only submit two and they only submit one.
0: I, I honestly think any number any literally four or five other songs from Encanto would have won over the Billie Eilish Bond song. Now Joyce, did you actually, did you listen to it?
1: No, 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 no. I I muted it. Like, as I said, I would. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I have to go through life, not hearing the song. I've only heard those 10 seconds you played for me back in like October.
0: (laughs) Amazing. Uh, No,
1: like as soon as like they start playing, I was like, I have to mute. And then I unmuted it. Um, when they were done, and then when they won, I muted it while they walked to the stage because I didn't want to hear it playing in the background because that's what they usually do, you know, when they walk to the stage.
0: <laughs> I, I will say when I watched it, I, I had not listened to the song in a long time, and when I watched them perform it live, I thought that was awesome, and I was like, oh, this song does rule. So any any kind of like hesitation I had about the song, if you were like, man, Chris did not like that Billy Eilish song, I actually now I do. I, I'm back in on it. I, I'm back in. It's and, good. you know, Bond is
1: now just on a win streak at, at the Oscars.
0: Uh, yeah, it is three <laughs> in a row. So and then whenever they do the next Bond in three or four years, I guess we'll have to watch out. Uh,
1: do I, do I need to watch the, like the next uh, era of Bond? Cause I'm completely missed Daniel Craig.
0: You don't have to watch. You could, you maybe <laughs> could watch the next era of Bond. I don't know. Uh, they did a Bond tribute choice with. Uh, oh
1: yeah, they did. They did.
0: Kelly Slater, Tony Hawk and Sean White.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I got to say, uh, and we we could talk about the show. And uh, I, I didn't think those those tributes were very necessary or even well executed. I didn't, I wasn't exactly. like as outraged as like everybody, everybody seemed really mad that like those three guys. And,
1: I will never be mad. I bring more athletes onto award shows. You see that the problem is the the problem with film Twitter. Let me, let me tell you. Tell <laughs> is me. that a lot of them just like to dunk on sports. Sports are great. I love sports. Like, well, and yes. I mean, like, should they have been, presenting that not really because they could have just had rami malik like intro that and then lead into the actual no time to die performance you know they the three of them could have presented something else but you know they were going with their theme of movie lovers unite so they love movies and whatever yeah.
0: I, will will packer in one of the interviews we had, i think we were texting about called it was like that was the Oscars. Was like the one percent. He was trying to do the Oscars for like the 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 people. Joyce, it seemed.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many like uh, Tony Hawk fans are like tuning in for this. You know, also, I, mean, I would he did, imagine. He like uh, on Instagram yesterday, but
0: I, I would imagine that Tony Hawk is also probably part of the 1%, uh, you know, maybe, or, oh, or yeah, yeah. Par, I or, have or, to watch his documentary. Thinks.
1: I've been meaning to do that. So um, uh.
0: but no, like I think they were trying to like get like regular people to like talk about the things they love. I just think the bond tribute. God, I love James Bond movies. Do we need another James Bond sizzle oh. reel? Like nobody is nobody's starved for James Bond content. I thought the Godfather one was okay, but I just found like, they have Puff Daddy intro, and it was actually cool, and I thought actually not inappropriate. But then you have uh, Al Pacino, Francis Ford Coppola, and The Godfather's Part 1 star, Robert De Niro, Choice. I <laughs> so, uh,
1: really enjoy this um, because I, I tweeted that uh, Robert De Niro is not in The Godfather, meaning that he's not in The Godfather 1 Yes. Which was released 50 years ago. Which is ago. what the tribute was. Yeah, this is what the tribute was for because it was released 50 years ago in 1972 or two weeks ago now. Um, and then everyone felt inclined to inform me that Robert De Niro won an Oscar for yes. Godfather Part Two. I was like, yes, I know that.
0: Not the right movie. Not the right uh, so. movie that
1: they're celebrating here. Am I mad that he's there? No, not at all. But uh, I also wonder,
0: early, I, I also he thought he was heard. there because I think he's actually like friendly with Puff Daddy. Is he Puff Daddy still? I I know him as Puff Daddy, but I know he goes back. I many.
1: mean, I I will always know him as Puff Daddy because I'm a, a product of the 90s. Yeah, same. So I grew up so, in the 90s. So yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so I think they're like actually friends, Puff Daddy and Robert De Niro. Or Yeah, like they're, they're from New York. So yeah. So Joyce, okay. let's talk about Will Smith. So uh, Chris Rock uh, comes out. This is like hour four of the show. Maybe it felt like hour four. Uh, so we have Amy Schumer, Regina Hall, and Juan are the hosts. They haven't been seen in in hours. Chris Rock comes out to like do his like thirty seconds. Like I'm gonna just like napalm this audience and and do my Oscar host monologue before I intro best documentary. And he he uh, picks on Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith, and he says uh, Jada is auditioning for gi Jane reboot or remake or what was the jo- whatever his joke was and uh jada has alopecia so she has obviously that's why she has her head shaved and she's bald so pretty not a not the not the kind of joke you want let's say kind of like mean-spirited i would argue and maybe and chris rock had previously dunked on uh jada and will when he hosted and they were boycotting the show you mm-hmm. remember that and he was that was, like, that was
1: the the concussion
0: year And he was like, you can't boycott something you're not invited to. And he made a joke about him being invited into Rihanna's pants, I think, was his uh, great one-liner. And so Will, like, kind of chuckled. And then he got up, walked up to Chris Rock. Chris Rock looked like he was going to, like, I guess we're doing a bit. And then Wilson slapped him in the face and then proceeded to walk back to his seat and said, get your get my wife's fucking uh, name out of your fucking mouth, I think was what he said. And then Chris Rock was also offended and like was like, it's just a joke. And it was the most insane, chaotic thing I've ever seen on the Oscars. Uh, completely inappropriate, I would say, for everybody involved. It's certainly Will Smith's walk-up and slapping Chris Rock, not what you want. Chris Rock, probably at that point in the show, maybe not. Uh, then the show just went on
1: <laughs> so- Well, you know, like I said on our post-show, this is the year they should have had Best Actor last.
0: (laughs) Truly. Uh, So the show just went on. Chris Rock was obviously very uh, rattled, I would say. He looked really nervous and upset. And he gave out the documentary award to Questlove. He kind of stumbled through the intro. And then in the break, there was reports from people inside of like Will Smith was huddling with like Denzel Washington, his publicist, and Will Packer. Later, Will Smith won the Oscar. (laughs) which we all expected and then had to go up, he gave this incredibly long speech, apologized to the Academy and to his fellow nominees, but not to Chris Rock uh, said he was playing. What was the, he said a line about like Richard Williams? Like, oh, it was a fierce protector of his family.
1: Yeah. He was trying to uh, connect it back to the film and the yes. role. Yeah. And then there were so many shots of Venus and Serena and I, I I felt so bad for them.
0: Me too. I was cringing the whole time because, was, it just uh, was,
1: because it like, was, they, Tough. like they they've been through like a lot of shit like in the tennis world like with their dad as well like and like what people have said about them throughout their careers and and you know like the joke is always like why are you making a movie not about them but about their dad right and look at that the joke they literally
0: they did that joke literally during the show amy yeah. schumer that was one of her monologue jokes was i could was such a great year for women women i got to see uh a Williams uh, movie about Venus and Serena Williams's dad. That was yeah, no, like, I,
1: I think I told you, like when I was at the US Open yeah. um, in September and they kept they would just play King Richard ads like during the changeovers, you know, like 30 second versions of it. And my friend was like, why is it about Richard? <laughs> and, like, right. no one understands this, but this right. is the movie they wanted to make to honor their dad. Yeah. And like they've worked so hard like to just get this movie out there with like the message they want, because you could you could do the Googling on Richard Williams. Cause there's a, a lot of stuff about him. That's mm-hmm. obviously not in the movie and like further on like past 94, which is when the movie ends. So a lot, a lot of stuff there and uh, not all great stuff either. So this is not the way they want their movie celebrated and, you know, um, especially after all that other stuff two weeks ago with Jane and the Critics' Choice Awards, like just uh, I felt I felt really bad for them, and that yeah, he was really trying to connect what had happened back to the whole like I'm a fierce defender of my family. I I do this out of love and all all that stuff, and it I I guess it sort of worked. I I don't know. I mean, the
0: room seemed to be behind him at the end. Obviously he got like a standing ovation from the Williams family. And also I saw like on, on Janu Ellis standing, uh, giving him a standing ovation and some of the other performers, it was just so uncomfortable because the moment, I think a lot of people, when he got up, were not sure if it was a bit or not. And the way they had the stage this year. So it was a little different. It kind of looked like a leftover from last year. When they did it at Union Station, which I think isn't it Union, is that what it was called Mm -hmm. in L.A.? Whatever whatever train station they have in L.A., I think it's Union Station, or maybe it's not, I don't know. But anyway, uh, they had, like, the table set up, and they did that this year for all, like, the big nominees in the front. So they were very close to the stage, and just, like, I think people really did think it was a bit, and then it obviously was not, because it was, like, a pretty legitimate slap. And uh, A shot of
1: Nicole Kidman's face, man.
0: Nicole Kidman has a great meme. Lupita Nyong'o is right behind Will. And like, she just was like, oh God. It was just like really rough. I thought Amy Schumer had a nice way to diffuse it when she came out and she was like, oh, what did I miss? But I'm like, she it took her like 10 minutes to get mm-hmm. them back on the stage. I don't know why the hosts were like not around. A uh, couple of filing, uh, just a couple of, of more notes here. So, the uh, LAPD had a statement, Joyce, because uh, they were they said the individual involved has declined to file a police report. That would be, I assume, Chris Rock. If the involved party desires a police report at a later date, the LAPD will be available to complete an investigative report. And then I saw another uh, report from page six, the gossip site that said they will work out the slap incident after the Oscars uh, to work out slap incident after Oscars. Sure. I don't even know what that means. I guess at the party, maybe, and like uh, who knows? I don't
1: know maybe. everyone's at the governor's ball now, like getting asked about this, like <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs> so I I did think that was like, I mean that's the problem. And then they also were telling people not to ask backstage. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They were also like, we caution, <laughs> we we caution you strongly not to ask. Uh, I saw Will Packer also tweeted, and he was like, "I told y'all it wouldn't be boring," which I'm like right about that i guess because it was definitely like gotta watch they, that
1: they, they got their viral moment so
0: i saw people including some friends of mine who were like it was clearly staged but i was like it was not staged i it think was will nice. was and i think will basically talked about this in his speech where he was just like you're supposed to just like sit there and like grin and bear it as you're getting dunked on i guess and i'm like kind of but like also you shouldn't like go slap I mean, somebody like, i but,
1: like <sighs> I don't know. Like, yes, I understand. think, you know, it's it sucks that, you know, like to be joked about and dunked on, yes. Like you have to sit there and take it. And, you know, it it was a mean spirited joke about her alopecia, you know. And but you don't need to assault someone.
0: <laughs> no, absolutely not. And <laughs> like I, it was also so they were obviously, I mean, like Will's arguably like the most famous person there. So I'm not surprised that. He was like a focal point of the show. And earlier in the show, they had a funny bit with Regina Hall that I saw people also were mad at. Everybody gets mad about everything, Joyce, obviously. But I thought that bit was kind of funny where she was like uh, calling up the hottest single guys to see who was COVID positive or whatever kind of just hoary concept it was. It was just so silly and just so hack, but she really sold it. And it was funny. And then she got to Will and she was like, oh, Jada, you Jada said it's OK, which is just like so uncomfortable. I, I was surprised that joke made it on. And
1: um, that was like, you know, strike one and then like Chris Rock, strike two. But he didn't even I wait for that's strike what three. I was
0: thinking. Yeah, that felt like yeah. a strike one. And then like he kind of sat through that one and chuckled. Ha ha. And then like the other one, he was just like, no. And so then Will got up and won and it was just like, I mean, just a, the most strangest moment. It really did affect the rest of the show. I mean, it was best actor and best director and best. Actress, no, it was right?
1: uh, just actress after and picture like there were oh, two. So was,
0: oh, after. cause he won. Right. But after the slap, it was a lot of
1: them. A- oh yeah. After the slap, it was, it was like, well, over an hour left, I guess.
0: <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, but
1: yeah, it was just like, and I felt bad for Questlove cause he won that category for documentary and Yeah, it's like, yeah, that was
0: that was the tough beat because a lot of these like, you know, everybody's just like, what is going on? And I I saw people saying that, like in the room, a lot of people weren't just weren't paying attention, like to anything that was happening. Oh,
1: I I believe that. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um,
1: But yeah. And then there was like, you know, you saw like there was like videos of like Will's publicists like running up to him after to like talk to him, presumably to tell him what to say.
0: I guess it's if you were choice, this this just in, I just saw this tweet. Uh, the Academy has now made a statement. The Academy does not condone violence of any form. Tonight we are delighted to celebrate our 94th Academy Award winners who deserve this moment of recognition from their peers and movie lovers around the world. So pretty anodyne statement there from the uh the Academy. Um,
1: you know, he he closed his speech by saying, uh, you know, hope like I hope you'll invite me back.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I would be curious, like forget like a performance wise or whatever, because like like,
1: next year to present best actress,
0: will he come back? Will they invite him back? I feel like that'll be now, that'll be a topic of conversation for the rest of the year. I would say that like, I guess we'll see. It's hard to talk about these things now because like him and maybe this page six gossip reporters, right. And him and Chris Rock are just going to like, kind of talk it up, talk it out. And everybody like agrees, you know,
1: i mean like emotions were not high.
0: Charges. i don't think he'll no i don't think charges. he's gonna file charges but yeah. i'm just saying like if chris rock and him like come out and are like oh it's fine emotions were high whatever it was a low blow i shouldn't have, i shouldn't have slapped them he shouldn't have made the joke etc etc i'm like people would probably just get over it but i'll be curious to see like he's gotta i feel like they have there's like gotta be another statement beyond his speech
1: i would argue i i don't no, I mean, he has Emancipation, I guess that's coming out this year. That was what he was. Oh, yeah. Filming. That's
0: another big Apple movie with the Antoine. Yeah, he,
1: he was filming that last year. So he he already did the the Bel Air promo because <laughs> that's already premiered. Um, and, like his campaign has been interesting because I think, you know, when King Richard premiered your Ride and it was a hit. Um, Everyone was like, Where's Will? He should be here, and like to put in some FaceTime, you know? And I was like, Who cares? Like, he's the biggest star in the world. Like, it got a good mm-hmm. reception. He has the rest of the season to campaign, like, it's fine. And he didn't campaign. And I think people expected him to, to be like out there shaking hands, kissing babies on talk shows and everything, especially because he also released his book in November, like coinciding with King Richard. And Really, that book just sold itself with, like, all the excerpts, like, the, the wildest excerpts from that book. And he kept a low profile. Like, he didn't do a lot of press, a lot of promo at all. It was, like, the Francis and the Gorman route, you know? Like, he did, like, that one, I think it was, like, GQ or Esquire profile, but that was pretty early on. And he was not really anywhere. And then he just, like, shows up to, like, the war shows, you know? He didn't even go to BAFTA. He he went to Critics' Choice.
0: Right. So, And we kind of expected that. I mean, like he was gonna like he was never gonna win the critics prizes, but he was gonna kind of steamroll through the televised events and he did. And like he didn't need to
1: Yeah, but I mean like he wasn't even like going, he wasn't doing like a bunch of interviews, you know. No, he didn't do any
0: really. He did a couple of magazines. He didn't didn't
1: do like actors on actors, you know, like any roundtables or anything. He did not, and he didn't need to. So yeah, and then so then this it like culminates in this. So like and then and the campaign was going fine because he was the front runner the entire time and he was winning what he needed to um but yeah so this is just kind of like a a sour note to end on for him
0: it's kind of i mean it's such a like i guess the thing like the lasting thing for me is just like it is such a bummer because it obviously takes away from like not just the show and like it takes away from his win like he kind of like shot himself in the foot obviously because now everybody's gonna only remember that like will Mm -hmm. smith smacked chris rock when he won his oscar it just is so like that's a a, that's a really strange that's all
1: people are going to remember from the show.
0: Like, really? So it's like that. I mean, like, so it's like, Oh, and then like, like you said, like the Williams family, like, obviously like they really, really obviously are. So um, they hold their, their personal brand very close. Right. Like it's like, that is like their story. And like that, they told this story exactly the way they wanted and it got all these Oscar nominations and won an award for Will playing their dad. And it's like, that's a great moment that is undercut now by like this other thing with it's just unfortunate. And then like all like Questlove, I still feel really bad for Questlove. He had, I had to go up there and like give a speech and he was so emotional and like, it was a really great moment, obviously. Like he's like, his mom was in the audience, like crying hysterically. And it was so nice. I thought. And like, still it was like, Oh boy, just got to follow Will Smith, like clocking Chris Rock. In the and face. like, and
1: Questlove was like the opposite of Will because he was campaigning hard and he was so excited and he yeah. did all the stuff. Like, you know, and like you were excited for him and yeah, it, it just like cast a pall for over the rest of the show.
0: I mean, I'm, I'll tell you, what, I'm not, we talked about this, I think offline, but I'm not, not thrilled to go sit through like the take cycle of the next like 48 hours on this, which I'm sure we're going to get inundated with yep. the, the takes uh, about Will and about Chris Rock and then about the the violence and the slap and the Academy and security and X and that, 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 that. And I'm like, Wait, that's just, it's also bad. So, all, yeah. all, but not great choice. Not what you want, but. no,
1: it's yeah. Just an un- unfortunate all around. And, you know,
0: you think, Will did they do, I didn't even see it. I, I hope they, do you think they did an Oscar picture with the four winners?
1: They're probably doing that now. I don't know. I mean, I haven't, I've just been zooming for like the past right, hour. So I don't know. I'm, I'm um,
0: going right now to Getty Will Smith newest. Let's see.
1: Has he? Has he been to the press room? Is I don't think he went into. The but press I, room. He probably just bolted. <laughs> he's he's gonna get his Oscar engraved and then he's gonna leave.
0: <laughs> I mean, like there's photos. Like I'm looking at it here like, from the show. It's like Denzel and Will, Bradley Cooper and Will, like kind of like comforting him. So it's like I mean they were obviously like it's complicated. I think thing. Got, the thing
1: is it's like you know everyone wanted this moment for him, right? Yeah, Like we we talked about Denzel, we joked about how Denzel was going to vote for Will. Like he doesn't care, you know, Denzel was having the time of his life. Did you see him like sitting? He was just like lounging in that chair. Like he was just there for fun. And then this happens. So I think like everyone wanted Will to win. Right. It was just kind of and there was like in one of the anonymous ballots, the the person was like, oh, I really like Andrew Garfield, but I'm going for Will because I like he doesn't have an Oscar and right. I, you know, like he's had a great career and I really like him. And like, Andrew had have like other chances cause he's young, right. whatever. So I think that was, that was the mood. So like, after that happened, I think they were like forgiving, I guess. Cause they, like, I think they recognize like, it was like a heat of the moment thing. And maybe he's like working through some stuff or going through some stuff and it shouldn't have happened, but they, they want this, like they 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 want him to be better and like he, like he recognizes that it was like a bad thing and he's going he to apologize for yeah. it, but
0: not to Chris Rock. <laughs> not to Chris Rock, which I mean he should probably apologize to Chris Rock, but I definitely he definitely seemed like sheepishly embarrassed at the very least mm-hmm. that he did that. I would say the two things I would notice is the jokes overall. So we could talk about let's just, we could talk about the show I guess. I mean, what else are we going to say? <laughs> well, Smith, the show overall I thought we I think we kind of all agreed. It was pretty fine.
1: There it was, was some fine. There s- were it was, uh, you know, not the best show.
0: No, I would I would not rank it high. <laughs> not the best, not the worst. I'd say I've personally thought it was better than last year, which I thought was. It had a
1: lot time. more energy than last year. I don't that know. That was, it was the problem because of like the setting and like you know the best picture actually being last. <laughs> right.
0: But- I would say like so. The three hosts they had so Amy Schumer's obviously and Wanda Sykes are comics, and Regina Hall is a comic actress, slash just an not just an actress, but an actress. Like she's not known for like being a, a stand-up comic at the very least, like Wanda Sykes and Amy Schumer are. And of the three of them, I thought Amy Schumer handled her like her mean-spirited jokes, if you I'm putting that in air quotes, were not were a lot of times like based off of her own stupidity. Like she does like playing like the dummy in her stand-up and like kind of like making her ignorance part of the joke so it's like funny on like a couple of levels and sometimes that got her in hot water in the past with like racial dynamics and stuff certainly but like at the show like last night now because it's morning at this point for us uh she was like a lot of the jokes i thought were funny like even from her being like oh what i miss you know or like oh when she even the jesse plemons and like kirsten Dunst bit when she was he was like he, she pulled Kirsten Dunst up as a seat filler and then she sits down to flirt with Jesse Clemens and he's like, Amy, that was my wife. And which is a news flash because they weren't actually announced as married, PS. I think they were just
1: I don't even that. know if they're still they could just be calling each other that because a lot of a lot of couples right. do that.
0: It was like Amy, that's my wife, and her response was you're married to that seat
1: filler, which is <laughs> so funny. Great no, her timing. her timing on on her jokes were good. Um, really funny. Like the, the, I, the Aaron Sorkin and Burn. <laughs> Really funny with
0: that. She she targeted people who weren't there. So Aaron Sorkin got nuked and uh, Leo DiCaprio oh saving the world for his girlfriends, which is really funny to leave him. Can't, can't go wrong
1: with a, a Leo girlfriend. dating a woman younger than 25 jokes.
0: <laughs> and I also thought that even the don't look up one, even though Adam McKay was there, I thought that was a really funny, like very good joke. She was like, don't look up the Academy must have done. Don't look up the reviews because... <laughs> <laughs> got nominated so she's like but like I think it was Wanda maybe or Regina had a had a bit with Sam Jackson about his like rom-coms and like he was not feeling that bit I didn't think at all like he was like not as into that as, as no. I think he could have been yeah, and then it's like kind
1: of, yeah because I always wonder like how many of them do you do they like inform beforehand like last year you knew like Glenn Close was in on like yes the butt
0: thing but like was like so they had another joke where it was like I think. Amy Schumer had it with like, or maybe it was Regina. I forget the three of them were doing the monologue basically. And it was like, Oh, it's been a rough two years. Here's Timothy Chalamet. And they cut to J.K. Simmons. And I was like, that's pretty mean, but also he seemed like he was in on it. But I was like, I don't think Sam Jackson seemed like he was in on like the, the riffing about his career where she was like, Oh, you should do like a rom-com. And I was like, and the will jokes obviously were pretty pretty barbed even like the, the the open marriage one certainly and then also obviously the the gi gene joke that chris rock made and i'm like i don't know maybe they should rethink the the way they go about the mean spiritedness next time or it's not like I don't know. It's it's, it's like no
1: one's ever uh, punched Ricky Gervais at the Globes.
0: (laughs) Right. It's like, that's true. And I'm not saying, well, nobody should punch anybody, but I'm just saying, like, I wonder if the setting is just so much that when you go back and watch like the old Billy Crystal ones, or even like Jimmy Kimmel, they were not as mean spirited towards the people in the room, more so of like the industry at large. I don't know. I, I just found that like, that was notable to me during the show that a lot of the jokes were like kind of pointed in a way that was like somewhat surprising, honestly. Uh the other stuff was yeah. the uh we don't talk about Bruno performance, just strange. Beyonce, I actually thought Beyonce be alive was not not the best either, honestly. It felt like very pre-recorded, which I think it was. It, it probably was. Um it was totally fine. I just was like. That felt like a dueling opening of the show and they did one at 8 and then one at 10 basically. The Bruno performance was like They probably, you
1: stuff. know, cuz you know they didn't announce the the song nominees performers until Tuesday right when voting closed. And it kind of felt like they were trying to lock Beyonce cuz also it was like I think it was the day before it was like the report that they were trying to get her to perform and like the Compton <laughs> tennis courts. Yep. Um so maybe like I think like Bruno probably was going to be the opening and if the Beyonce thing didn't work out um that that was like their backup I guess so then I guess they had to move it um I thought yeah Beyonce was fine um it's I guess it's nice to hear the song in full like not over uh, closing credits interspersed with footage of Venus and Serena over the years uh since you know the song was not played during the movie
0: no and, just at the end.
1: Yeah. And then she, you know, she was uh, dressed as a tennis ball, you know, a ten- tennis ball. She, the theme was very... I don't, I don't know if it was a Wilson ball or a pen ball, so I need to no. find out. Um, um, so, th- you know, that was fun. Yeah, and was then fun. Encanto, it was, I just felt like, like, it's, it was so weird because, like, both the Bond thing, like we said before, it should have just been connected. Like, the tribute leading into No Time to Die and, like, the Encanto stuff should have been connected, too. Like, that could have just been a medley with those Urguitas. It, it felt,
0: that felt really strange, and I would love to know. I hope they do, like, a post-mortem Will Packer And, like, kind of talk about those. I hope somebody gets to talk about those things because I would be curious to hear their their reasoning. That is definitely something that stood out where you're exactly right. Like, why wouldn't you just put those Arguitas and and we don't talk about Bruno together. Why would not you put the Bond random YouTube montage of Bond clips with, like, Billie Eilish singing No Time to Die? It, like, makes no sense at all. Why is the Godfather tribute just, like, so in the middle of nothing? It just felt like they should have maybe gotten them together. Because the other tributes... That's the other thing. The other reunions were like presenters, so it was like we brought yeah. together the uh, white men can't ju- white men can't jump cast to do cinematography, I believe
1: yes yeah that was pretty early on yeah
0: and then you had like the juno cast to do screenplay which i actually enjoyed i thought that was like at least that was actual, an
1: actual connection but also rude not to invite alice and janney
0: who were diablo cody who won the oscar <laughs> um strange that she wasn't there i don't know i would have maybe had her just show up it would have been nice uh she probably deserved to show up um and then even like you know, the Pulp Fiction reunion was dope. I thought that was like really cool. And also, so cool. no
1: one celebrates random. the 28th anniversary, no,
0: totally <laughs> random. But I was like, I'm in. Like, Uma Thurman's got uh, super pumped to promote, and Sam Jackson is the governor's winner, and Travolta's Travolta. Why not? Um, so I like like that. And them giving out best actor was kind of cool in lieu of like, because Francis, Francis McGorman
1: was like, hard pass, I'm not coming to this.
0: <laughs> and even like Liza Minnelli and Lady Gaga at the end for best picture, I thought was like really great. And I thought that was like another touching moment, but I'm like, I don't know. Like if you're going to get the Godfather cast together, including Coppola, why not just have them do best director? It felt like that would have been like the spot. To or as we were present. discussing last
1: week, why don't I have them do best picture? We were like, well, you we, have, were, Lady... we were trying to guess who was going to read Coda. Right.
0: But if you have Lady Gaga and Liza Minnelli. I actually was like, that actually was pretty dope, but like you could have them. Like, I just thought like having the Godfather tribute just exist as a tribute was so weird. Yeah.
1: And, it just, it it felt like it could have, like really ended with that and like they could have done best picture. Cause also you could have had Gaga and Liza do best actor because Francis wasn't there. And Gaga is a past best actress nominee and Liza is a past best actress winner.
0: Right. And you could have had, you know, Pulp Fiction and Juno do the screenplays, even though it's two original screenplays or whatever.
1: Yeah. Who did oh, adapted with Sean Mendez and who? <laughs> I, don't
0: I don't even remember who it was.
1: That's what I had. Oh, Tracy Ellis Ross. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. ABC. Right. Yeah. Synergy right there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that was a, um, uh, that was yeah. Fine. Oh, oh,
1: what, what do you think about um, hashtag Oscars cheer moment so, and hashtag Oscars fan favorite, both going to Zack Snyder?
0: Incredible flex by the Snyder fans. Respect. I would say, how do they not just fudge that? If I was the Oscars and I had it, like we we joked about this literally last week, I was like, I can't wait to see this gruesome goddamn zombie movie, Army of the Dead, on the Oscars. And then there it was, <laughs> sheer moment, fan favorite. Uh <laughs> so ridiculous. I, I just don't understand why they didn't just lie. I, I don't know. They they could have easily just bent it, it, it. It's social media. They could have said, oh, half of these votes don't count, or we didn't Your really boss, have, yeah, or just I don't know. I just was surprised they like. Like had to throw up mini, and like it was
1: like third, right? Yeah,
0: <laughs> unbelievable. And the cheer moment was um, the flash over Avengers and all these other things. I, I, I mean, again, I get why they did that to generate interest online, but it just felt like such weird. Well,
1: well it was also, also calculated because they did this because Spider Man was a nominator for Best Picture, and this was like obviously. You know, like geared towards, or like they they wanted it uh, to exist to for Spider Man to have two chances to win something, <laughs> right. and it didn't. I mean, I win. couldn't
0: they've just done like Spider Man, like do a tribute to Spider? I don't know that the Oscars yeah. when Black when Black Panther was out and not nominated the year before it was nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, in
1: twenty eighteen, yeah,
0: they did, and I guess I know it's Disney and it was ABC, but like Spider Man is sort of
1: part it's, of the it's Marvel half family. Marvel. But they yes. did a whole tribute
0: to Black Panther at that Oscars. That was just like, well, Hey, also, like, B- Andrew was Garfield is right there. <laughs> right. So they could have easily done like a Spider-Man thing. Um, yeah.
1: Benedict is right there,
0: <laughs> but they did not. JK so is right was... there,
1: but he's doing Juno. So, um, yeah. So it just come, I mean, we said this a couple of weeks ago when they released the, the current standings at the time, like, and I was like, I would just love it if, cinderella or of the dog won because this the whole purpose of this experiment was for spider-man to win and it would just be great if it's like cinderella winning or of the dog this like supposedly boring movie <laughs> to win a fan favorite like twitter award so i'm doing air quotes there so yeah so instead instead uh the snyder stands came out so
0: So good for them. Uh, We'll see if they do that again next year. I don't think they will. I don't know. It just felt like, again, it was another thing that we spent weeks destroying and being outraged about that they kind of tossed off on the ceremony and didn't even seem... I guess yeah, with it both, was
1: just like an interstitial bumper. Like no one introduced it or anything. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it,
0: honestly, with that and with the categories that they cut and then re-edited into the show, it just felt like no one's heart was even into the, the initiative. Like no, it's yeah. still, like nobody was interested in like actually like announced it. They like, did it.
1: I don't think any of them care about this. Like, I don't think anyone like truly loves the Oscars or like movies, even though ironically it's called movie lovers unite. <laughs>
0: I either that or, I mean, yeah, I don't even know. I I just, I was like, that was such a, I don't know. I don't think they'll do it again. And I'll be curious to see who they'll, I mean, like we've, I've seen like other people say this too. So it's like one way to fix the show would just be have a little bit of consistency and hire somebody to produce it for the next like five years. Yeah, exactly. Like you're producing the Oscars and then just, you could build momentum because I think if you think back on even like the best shows—it's like Billy Crystal doing it multiple years in a row is like good because people are like, we like Billy Crystal, and it's fun to have him.
1: Yeah, no, they—they they need to have a a producer, or producing team for more than one year because they every year they just keep bringing a, a new face in to try to, like, quote unquote, fix this when they're trying to fix the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not gonna get 40 million viewers again. Like, that's just not the way the world is anymore. No. Yeah. And they're like going about it the wrong way and and not targeting their actual audience. So like because like, yeah, like all the eight categories when they read it in, it was just it was so it just like by the books and it was like the voiceover reading nominees. Like you could have since the show was going so long anyway, you could have like done all these categories live and you could have shown clips of all these nominees and show the actual craft of like the um, the sound work, you know and the production design, like yeah. all, all their sketches and drafts or whatever.
0: That you felt know. like a big thing that was missing, honestly. And I, it just, it didn't really contextualize anything about movies. The clips were nice for the actors, obviously, but Yeah, like they, pick, they else. picked some good clips for the actors. They did pick good clips for the actors. And I was glad they didn't actually excise those clips as we got to the end when they were mm-hmm. running well over. That, that happens at the Emmys a lot. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> Joyce, I got our, uh, for our experts here, you and I both were at sixty nine. 0.57 percent
1: this is the probably top. the worst i've done in a while um but i knew i would because i uh went back to pair of the dog yesterday because i was just like i'm just gonna go down with the ship because i knew Coda was winning but i was like i i'm I'm just gonna stick with it because i already had penelope cruz
0: <laughs> yeah the top experts were Scott Mance, Wilson Morales. And did Pete anyone
1: Harris. get a perfect score? Because not
0: from the big. experts, but I, I think real people did. Yeah, real people.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations to them. Again, very easy to get a perfect score. Yeah, if you just year.
0: went chalk, you were probably okay. So
1: yeah, it's us. We're it's our fault for uh, thinking highly of the voters. I guess <laughs> that they'll yes. they wouldn't be sheep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Joyce, we'll, we'll wrap up here. We want to do this is our last one of the Oscar ones. We'll do these for Emmys, obviously, and like we could do more. I think we should relit. What do you think? I we didn't even talk about. It. I think we should relitigate old Oscars. I think that could be fun as a as a side project. Oh yeah,
1: no no one's ever done that on the internet, but no no yeah, no we could totally do that. We could <laughs> not kiss. like us. We no not <laughs> us. Our takes are the most important. No, we should. You know what? We should do a '90s one since we yes. we.
0: What yes. we were we talking about last time? About yes. <laughs> Definitely should do 90s one. But uh last things, any lasting thoughts on the Oscar? I think we both uh both were um or... it
1: was a long season. Um <laughs> yeah. It, it's funny how people complain about the season being long, but I don't like Coda would not have won without this extra time. No and I, I I I know I'm in the minority. I actually like the oscars thing in March because again, that's what I grew up with, and I think I like it equidistance from the Emmys, which is in September. Mm-hmm. Um and I think the the key difference is is like the last ceremony in March was in two thousand three, like pre social media, and um, even though last year's ceremony was in April, the calendar was extended to the end of February. So it, it still like you, you we had like a longer phase one period, and then it was still kind of like weird because of like COVID and everything. So like it, the phase two I guess didn't seem as long. But yeah, like this year, I think with like social media now that was not present back in 2003 or like the nineties and everyone just like constantly talking about the race and like these movies and contenders, like every single day and like over analyzing it, I think that's what made people tired of it. Cause I'm like, yes. we're still a month shorter from than last year, like last year was April 25th. Shocking, saying this years. is long. Like, totally. I don't want it back in February. <laughs>
0: i go back and forth on this i kind of i think it's too long but i do think what i don't know i don't know what the answer can, is can because, i can i tell
1: you my dream like yes. award season i've thought about this for a while so please <laughs> i so like i think everyone like every awards group like like every uh, critics group like even if you're in the middle of nowhere in oklahoma no offense to oklahoma like everyone gets screeners like no matter what, you just send them out. like, you don't withhold them by a certain date. And then everyone privately votes, every group votes by, let's say December 31st. And then you lock in the votes and then starting in January, you stagger the announcements of the nominations. You could do like 20 a day, I do not care. You could end with the Oscars, the last group to announce their nominations. But the point being that no one can copy someone's homework like you have to do your own thing. You already like voted for whoever you wanted and you can't be influenced by someone else or try to influence someone else. So then review all the nominations and you do the same thing for phase two. Like you have until, I don't know, like end of February to uh, vote for winners. And then you stagger the announcement of the winners like throughout March. <laughs> so it'll be a little different with the winners because there, there might be some overlap with nominations. And then if you have the same, Nominees as like the Oscars, you might be more inclined to vote for those people in your awards. Um, but the hope is for like a bath the best, best actress situation, but like no overlap, right? I
0: because do think that's the issue. I think that it's not the Oscars' fault. It is everything else that is like kind of coattailing. Yeah, the like they're, out, like like they're like just pre- rubber stamping,
1: and like I just like you know like when when we have like uh, like full acting sweeps that we have twice already in the last four years, like twenty twenty, like the same four people like all these actors are great. I have no issues with them winning these awards or winning Oscars in the end, but you cannot convince me that these are the only good four performances of the year. There are so many overlooked performances and not every performance every year is like top-notch Hall of Fame undeniable, right? Like those are so rare and you cannot tell me that we have four of them in one year like that.
0: It's truly, yeah. I I mean, no, again, no offense to Jessica, Jessica Chastain. I feel like we're picking on her specifically because best actress is so fluid, but you could have easily had like all five of them winning something plus the four or five actresses who weren't even nominated winning. Something.
1: Yeah. And like just didn't even fully sweep, like Will and Ariana did, you know? Right. Like, right.
0: Yeah. Like Ariana DeBose. Yeah. Like we could have had like,
1: I don't like know. Kirsten Dunst Kirsten could have won. Like,
0: Anjanu Ellis could have won. Um, and
1: I think like you should just be proud. If you if you're an organization trying to give out an award, you should be proud of your award. Like you shouldn't right. be trying to copy someone else's award or influence somebody. Right. You know, and if you you should be wanting the Oscars to copy you.
0: Right. That's you know? true. Yeah. You want like, to get the yeah. The, instead of like trying to predict what the Oscars are going to yeah. do. That is that is frustrating. And then also Joyce uh, since this is probably the last time we're going to talk about a Mike Feist. Just an unforgivable snub. Uh, that's it.
1: Yo jong Yun could have presented Best Supporting Actor to him. And it was See good the thing is, the <laughs> I love the Tricots are like my
0: favorite speech of the night and like my favorite acting winner. So I'm like Man, can we get a tie and give Mike the
1: Oscar too? Like,
0: that would have been nice.
1: Everyone should have done a write-in vote for him. I like I I tweeted this the other day, but I was like, I was so disappointed that of like the 25 anonymous ballots that we got last week, like only one person. And this person had a lot of um questionable takes in the rest yeah, of
0: a, their answers. That's answer. a very
1: but the, the only positive, correct yeah. thing he said was that the true supporting actor was not nominated here, and that was one And yes, yeah.
0: We, we salute Mike Feist. Uh, I will say one yeah, of the a winner of the-
1: in our hearts. And you know what? We are going to get him the Oscar for challengers. The next yeah. great tennis movie. <laughs> it's going to be King Richard,
0: him and Zendaya, Luca Guadino, Right. Isn't that the director yeah, of Josh who? O'Connor?
1: I read O'Connor. the script. Um, amazing. Cause it was, uh, on the blacklist. Nice. I have, I have a lot of thoughts, all tennis related. Nice. And, uh, yeah. Amy Pascal, hire me as a consultant, please. <laughs> Let's
0: end, it, let's end it there, Joyce. This has been fun. I'll talk to you soon. Right, bye. bye For all things Hollywood competition and award season, head to goldderby.com and follow us on social media at goldderby.